Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on Chaotic Normal, the aristocrats put on the performance of a lifetime and secured a stay in Port Providence for as long as they would like, as long as they are willing to work. But that is not satisfying enough for a pirate crew. So they decided to split up and find what other sorts of sponsorship they can find in Port Providence to earn themselves a ship and ways to make money. Celeste Zellner and Phil talked to Gillen Primewater to secure a ship from one of the wealthiest council members, while myself and Jules talked to Anders Salmar, or his representative, another wealthy man about town in Port Providence to perhaps secure a ship by taking out what is known as the ghost ship. Which method will the aristocrats choose to earn a ship and make their way in Port Providence? Let us find out in Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles. So that evening, uh, so the day passes uh, as you kind of, you know, maybe like the storm kind of evens out throughout the day and eventually breaks by nighttime and it's uh, bright skies or clear skies as the sun sets on Port Providence, uh, highlighting in the, like the bay curls around with where you see to your delight uh, the scaffolding that the uh, loyalists were building on the uh, fortress there that's basically would guard. Uh, the Bay of Port Providence has uh, been completely devastated and blown away, so they're going to have to start all their scaf- re-scaffolding over again, which sets the Empire back on any uh, efforts to rebuild that fortress. As you look around, though, a lot of roofs got torn off, but it's thatch roofing that can be rebuilt pretty quickly. Um, a few ships got damaged, and you actually see one got sunk, which is uh, quite miserable for th- those uh, fishermen. But the majority of the fleet of ships that are harbored here in Port Providence are just fine. So as you look past those ships and the like, rain-soaked uh, uh, streets and buildings of Port Providence and looking off into the bay and beyond, you see the uh, nearest island that's visible is one of the Tres Arcanistas, uh, or the Islas del Arcanistas, uh, the Wizard Isles. 
uh, so named for the Tower of Xenopos, which is sits there on the closest island. It was the tower belonging to the evil and wicked Archmage Xenopos, who first led uh, conquistadors out of Jalara here into the Shattered Isles with the attempt to uh, conquer them and to pillage everything of value he could. Uh, Xenopos's legacy is a... Uh, <clears throat> a filthy stain here in uh, the Shattered Isles, and many that see his tower think on it with evil and wickedness, and it's known that he was a powerful archmage who died mysteriously, but uh, no, none dare enter the Tower of Xenopos, for it is uh, known to be trapped and arcanely warded, and a terrifying place that has never been broken into. Try as the goblins who uh, infest these islands might. And when I say infest these islands, it's known that <clears throat> the, uh, the, the Tres Arcanistas uh, are, for the most part, not inhabited at all. There's maybe here and there a small boat that anchors there, but they are so chock-full of goblins that no one goes near them because they are so full of goblins. If you get close, they'll hail you with arrows, uh, or worse, they'll uh, get on their little rafts that they've uh, stitched together and paddle out to reach you. Goblins of the Shattered Isles have made it from island to island, not like uh, most humanoids by you know building boats and uh, rowing or swimming. Goblins make it more like rats, where... They're blown by storms and dragged from island to island. Um, this is not because goblins are some sub-creature or less than. It's just they're so vindictive and cruel to even each other that uh, when they start to get out to sea, one will invariably push the others in and they can't swim. So then you just have a bunch of drowned goblins and then one sailing on his own into nothingness. Uh, and But yeah, for the most part, no one goes out to the uh, Tres Arcanistas because of the scary to wizard tower and the goblins. Regardless of that, you see them like highlighted in sunrise and it's very pretty and you wonder what ruins might be out there. Uh, but you move off towards the, uh, you step into the Primewater uh, mansion and there you find uh, Gelin Primewater is a warm and inviting host. In fact, uh, when you arrive, uh, he is quite warmed you uh his house has been made warm so that you're not at all cold from the day's storms uh and you're almost immediately offered appetizers and uh drinks and it's there's a small band playing like a uh three-piece uh orchestra is playing wow. uh and he's spared no expense to creating a not a feast but a fine dining experience for the uh six of you uh Rubert, Phil, Jules, Zelnern, Celeste, and of course, young Amory. Uh, he's you know, spared no expense to make a fine dining feast for you. Um, and there, his long table is set out in the, uh, in, or not a long table, a round table is set out in the uh, feast hall in a place of importance. And as you see, it's a round table. It's clearly meant to create a uh, sociable party-like atmosphere, not a atmosphere of, a, of like a formal dinner with somebody at the head. It's instead someone trying to engage with you as equals, as peers. And that becomes pretty clear to you. And that welcoming experience is present throughout the night. Um, 
<clears throat> Unfortunately for you, you find any attempt to bring up business quickly gets swatted away by Master Prime Water as uh, the wealthy merchant says, ah, we'll talk about business later. Right now, I just wanted to hear about you. Uh, and he constantly encourages you to drink, to imbibe, to enjoy uh, the food. And it is delicious indeed. His gnomish chef constantly brings out food. Uh, rare uh, treats like dragon tail stew or a uh, treat that uh, they claim is braised phoenix brought all the way from the uh, ashlands. Uh, another dish seems to have been made of a uh, jellyfish that is truly jelly flavored from deep within the uh, shattered isles. Uh, like it is rich and sugary and flavorful. Uh, and the dishes are just there. They are odd and strange, but none of them are repulsive. All of them are wonderful to taste. Uh, even the things you might be like, oh, dragon's tail, I don't want to try that. You eat it, and it's like the best oxtail soup you've ever encountered. Um, and in fact, uh, to keep your heads about you, as Gelin Prime Water charms you all throughout the night, I need you to oh, each God. make a charisma saving throw. <laughs> Can I choose to fail it? Because I would just be like... I'd be 100% ordering extra yeah. appetizers. Uh, if you choose to fail, I'm giving you inspiration to anyone yeah, that chooses I was, to fail. I was actually going to fail as well. <laughs> yeah. Robert's already Is got anyone... his mindset on the ghost ship, so like, I, uh, I'm not even entertaining this idea. I smuggled a phoenix in from the Ashlands once. Old Danny Ocean, baby. <laughs> With my minus one, I got a 15. Hey! Anyone else uh, get a 15 or greater? I got a... I, I got an 11. I might just... And Celeste. So it's either fail it or choose to fail it. I got 10, so... I might I might give Jules Bardic Inspiration, just because like, I need a face. Like, someone a else fortune to like, like a, be the cooler. Like, I want to enjoy this night. You take this one, kind of. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Jules, you got Bardic Inspiration. Go ahead and see if you can add to All right, it. and that's... Yeah, you can add a d6 to your save. Okay, one d6. So that's a... Oh, 14. Oh, Just barely didn't make it. It's 15. 14. Oh. All right, yeah, so... that's a good point. Unfortunately, only Zelnern is not fully <laughs> taken in by uh, by Gelin Primewater. The rest Pepper of you Daddy. are charmed by the uh, the dapper gentleman that he is. I imagine I look at my plate of the Phoenix Brays, and I'm like paying attention, paying attention. And I look at my plate, and I'm like, "Did it move? Is this thing?" And I just spend the whole rest of the night wondering if it's going to come back to life, and I can't. Really yeah, it. you do wonder. You do wonder at the horror of uh, eating Phoenix that I hadn't thought about <laughs> until right now. <laughs> Does that thing reanimate in you after you? Uh, but the uh, so uh, everyone but Zelnern, including Young Amory, is absolutely charmed Gosh. by him. You will have disadvantage on insight checks uh, against Gelin Prime Water, and uh, your. Uh, you consider him friendly. You're effectively under the conditions of the charm spell or the charm effect uh, on Gellum Prime Water. You had no intent to attack him, so it doesn't really matter. But effectively, he has advantage on uh, attempts so to socially interact with you all. Uh, everyone except for Zelner, <laughs> who ate slowly and drank cautiously Ooh. and uh, is very controlled in his uh, in his use here tonight, uh, and has his wits about him. 
Um, and so as the night goes on, eventually, uh, so Zellner, you're really the only one who can attempt to force the issue of business um, or to like get to the point of it or even really make a valuable insight check. Um, in fact, actually, everyone can make an insight check, but Zellnerns is the only one without disadvantage. All right. Crit. Crit miss. Oh, I got, I got a 12. I got a three. Did anyone other than Zellnern beat uh, Prime Water's Deception of 19? <laughs> Alright, uh, so Zelnern, with your crit, uh, you do actually, uh, like, where no one else sees through it, you're aware that the whole night, uh, Prime Water is probing people for information about who they are, what they do, what their skill set is, what their experiences are, uh, you know, we you hear, uh, Phil shouting about, I smuggled a, uh, <laughs> Phoenix once, Danny Ocean, and, uh... <laughs> You guys are like calling me Phil around the table, so he doesn't know if my name is Phil or Danny. Yeah. Um, Amory goes on about the Sturge, and uh, you hear uh, you know, Rubert talk about his father, Alonso. No, okay, hear, why uh, tell you when I can show you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear Jules even kind of remarking on his past. Uh, he doesn't get in, I imagine you don't get into, uh, and then I took a deal from some strange entity, but you Not know, you so do much. get into your past of uh, like having been an adventurer. Celeste may be going on about how she sees the Star, stars. Show us they the can way. talk to her. Uh, and uh, maybe even revealing uh, her family ancestry to the peoples that used to live here. Would Do you think you were... Uh, drunk enough to reveal that not yet <laughs> all right nah. celeste is charmed but not that charmed um uh, and uh but zelner you see that it's clear to you that throughout this evening master prime water is trying to get everything out of everyone that he can before uh really getting to business as he's trying a to get card. all the cards in his hand and full information on his side uh do you do anything to try and interrupt his uh efforts to foil his plans to basically pick the minds of your entire crew before <laughs> actually talking business you know we're not all just open books we need to know that there is business to discuss before we will keep this up <laughs> All right. Uh, as you call him on his uh, his social manipulations, I'll need an intimidation check from you to see if it uh, cows him against pushing further. If you fail this, everyone's got to make a Christmas save before revealing a secret. A non-natural one. Oh. Oh mm. no. Um, all right, I need everyone to attempt a DC uh, ten charisma saving throw. <laughs> on a fail, uh, Prime Water's getting a secret out of you. Me too. Do we do we have Everyone, disadvantage on this? Uh, not on this, no. Okay. Uh, and uh, Zelnern, you did not fail your charm oh. check, so when he tries to ask you, you're just like, no. <laughs> you said DC 10? Okay, yeah. I got a 12. I got a 15, because as a half-elf, oh. I have advantage on all charisma saving throws. <laughs> or against charm. I got a, I got a, I got a 5. Alright, so Phil and Celeste, the two of you need to uh, confess a secret Pepper to Daddy. Pepper Daddy, Gellin uh, uh, <laughs> Prime Water. What what is the secret you confess to him? You go first. Do you want to go first, Celeste, or do you want me to go? 
All right. Um, I think that Phil would be drinking and smoking and it's like getting to the point where he's starting to like fade in and out of speaking Agdalen and like speaking Mon Muji. And um, he's like starting not to make sense to you guys. But um, through like, you know, when someone like awkwardly tells a story, but they're like not fully like ready to tell that story. So they just kind of like blurt it out. Have you ever had that happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I've talked to you before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, um, he like with no tact, I suppose, like talks about how he uh, maybe uh, well, not maybe about how he killed uh, his like basically like a adopted or like older sibling. Oh my God. Oh, down in uh, Mon Magi- in the uh, Mon Magi lands of the Ancien Chapelle. Um, uh, Prime yeah. water delicately probes at it, asking if that's why you're no longer down in the Ancien Chapelle, or is it a different reason that drove you out of uh, that, uh, that archipel? Um, I really haven't developed it and I want to like work on that a little bit more. So maybe can I just be like almost incoherent? Incoherent. Or I, like, All, right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, you dismiss it for uh, <laughs> uh, plot writing reasons. And, uh, um, and then Celeste, what about you? What secret do you reveal to uh, Gellin Primewater? Before, before Celeste reveals her secret, can Rubert notice that, Prime Water is like prying at her, and like step in and tell a Why secret in that? lieu of her. You because... failed your insight check, but I'll let you try another insight check to see okay. if you uh, catch on. It's going to be difficult because you've already failed it once. It's going to be a DC hmm. uh, eighteen. Wait, why? Uh, Sixteen. Damn it. Ah, dang. Unfortunately, because unfortunately... I because Robert knows that you kind of like hold your secrets close to your hold your cards close to the chest as it were (laughs) and Robert would Robert is very open to sharing about himself and would rather do that than make you (laughs) do that yourself I feel like Robert's very like oh no it's a secret it's a secret (laughs) oh well if I have to tell you then well let's get into the details (laughs) uh Celeste I will let you choose because so Robert can't insert himself he didn't notice it but you are kind of like realizing that you're starting to divulge secrets you can if you want draw uh rubert in to step in for you or else you must share a secret um with, i'll uh, let rubert step in i like am starting to talk but then uh, <laughs> it's like i like rubert starts talking and i kind of roll my eyes just a little bit and i just like let him talk <laughs> Right, yeah. so you treat it like it's like, ugh, Rubert. But uh, it actually, you, you kind of draw Rubert in. He's coming in and I'll pick up on it. You notice that she did... Yeah, Rubert, you notice that she roped you in trying to get your aid. Mm. Oh, well, oh, you want a story? I've got a story for you. <laughs> My father, well, he was... I, you know, the very renowned and well-known pirate Alon's Grace and he actually was not quite as successful as what? he may have led on. Really? <laughs> Happy to like 
switch the topic off my secrets, (laughs) I jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and like Rubert is like in his cups at this point. (laughs) There was a a merchant vessel called the Salty Salty Dog, and the Salty Maid, wasn't it? Is no, it was salty not, maid being sought after by the golden maid. No, I almost said the salt. No, I was confused. I was talking about the two different ships. Come on, man, let me finish my story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the my father's ship, the golden maid. I'm sure you've heard of it. Went to go intercept the vessel on its way back to port, but uh, the golden maid actually took uh, three shots off the starboard side and actually had to turn around and retreat and then was caught by a water elemental swirling itself up on the sea and it was a huge embarrassment and the salty dog actually made its way back to port and we didn't get the treasure but later we would tell the story about that. Sad drunk? Did you just get sad drunk right there? Oh my god. (laughs) You didn't get the treasure? That's like your favorite Uh, story to tell. (laughs) I know. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. I have to go. The rain outside. I have to go bask in it. Uh, you get de inspiration. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you're no longer inspired by your fake story. Uh, well, so as you uh, as your uh, night goes on, and uh, you know throughout the night, Zelnern trying to insert himself and try to get Prime Water to stop and to talk business, but he's like. You need to talk. Oh, no. And so they're like, uh, Primer Water's already moved on to talk to Celeste or something. And like, he keeps, gra- he keeps grabbing some information out of you all, whether uh, financial secrets or whatever, you're not sure. But uh, by the end of the uh, evening, like after uh, the last of the pl- like six courses has been cleared and dessert is served, like gelato and little crystal cup, really tasty. Um, and uh, you're. Uh, eating that, uh, Prime Water pushes his away and says, oh, oh, now that was a dinner. I think we know why we all came here today. Then. <laughs> Business, right? Yes, uh, Zelnern has been Zelnern has been so uh, kind as to keep us aware, right? Business. Business! But uh, business, well, I like to think of it as busyness. And uh, this day, I think we've been busy enjoying each other's company, which is a golden part of business. Why don't we move, retire to my lounge for cigars and whiskey, and we can talk over the oh, details. I've heard men say of, this before. Your, uh, your, <laughs> your crewmate. Is this going to get weird? <laughs> I mean, it's fine if it does. I just need to know. <laughs> Your crewmates talked extensively about your experiences delving for buried treasure and for uh, uh, looking out for uh, rare and uh, dangerous privateering opportunities. And, well, I might just have such an opportunity for you. We might be able to strike ourselves a deal. So let's retire into my, uh, into my lounge. We'll uh, drink, smoke cigars, drink whiskey, and, uh, well, by the morning, what? we'll be uh, the closest of business partners. Uh, he stands up and leads the way. Uh, does anyone refuse to follow him into the lounge? Yeah, I'll see where Pepper, details Pepper Daddy takes us. Really quick, did I ever get, did I ever get more snuff? Or no, I got more tobacco. <laughs> I'm trying to sober up, dude. 
I I guess I do appreciate that he is taking his time with this whole endeavor. <laughs> no, Ramirez so on everyone... board completely. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, Phil complains about sorry. Uh, Danny Ocean complains about not having snuff, but other than that, there's no issues. Hey, uh, GP, you got any? You got any snuff? <laughs> uh, he does, and he provides you with some. Okay. Uh, and uh, enough to get you uh, into a right headspace. Um, and you can tell that it's not... Uh, he uh, is willing to share around. Uh, this is a little more energy than you all necessarily needed. <laughs> but uh, you can tell from it, he's not trying to take advantage of you. He was trying to be friendly. Yes. Uh, and as uh, you sit down in leather chairs, he hands out cigars. Uh, his servants pour whiskey. Uh, he... Sorry, he pours the whiskey himself. Uh, he smiles and says, <clears throat> after a few puffs and enjoying the cigar, says, Tell me, uh, have you all ever heard of the Panacea de los Hilos de la Arcanistas? Of course I've heard of it. <laughs> but for those of us not aware of it, what is the story? <laughs> uh... Rivera, uh, you have indeed heard the story, but realizing a good performer uh, always lets the person who introduces the story share it. Uh, you allow uh, <laughs> Gelin Primewater so to continue. Uh, Master Primewater, after taking a long pull on his cigar and a sip of whiskey to wet his throat and then shaking away the uh, harshness of it, says, The panacea, or the, the cure-all of the Island of Wizards. Now... It's said that long ago, back before the Everstorm, the Ancient Ones built a fortress on those islands out there. He gestures out the window. It's dark now, so you can't see. He built an, a, a fortress out there on the third, or on one of the I, three islands of the, the Tres Arcanistas, the three wizards, the Islands of Wizards. They built a fortress out there meant to guard something precious, whether a uh, sacred site, a key military site, or a garden. None are quite sure, but what is certain is there are ancient one ruins on that on one of those three islands. However, when the Archmage Xenopos came here, he tried to find that ancient one ruin, but never could. So that ruin's been out there, completely lost for hundreds of years. You see, when the Ancient Ones built this fortress, I'm getting ahead of myself in the story, when the Ancient Ones built this fortress, they built it to guard something, something precious to them. Something that uh, certain expeditioners and scholars have, uh, and certain goblins, have led me to believe is a panacea, a fruit that if a man eats a bite of it, his hunger is satiated for a month. A single uh, sip of its juice gives you all the water you need from a week, and to consume the whole fruit makes it to where a man can be cured of any disease he suffers, be it a, be it a failure of the eyes, uh, the ears, uh, not the loss of limb, but of any ailment of the body, any flux or phlegm they might feel. Eating this fruit will cure it all away. But when the Everstorm struck, the Isles of the Arcanist, uh, the three wizards, the, 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 they 
were shook by great earthquakes that collapsed the whole of the island, save for some great pillars into the water. The first of the wizards has been, by time, ground down to a more rounded-out shape. But the second and the third wizards, the two farther off in this little uh, chain of islands, they still stand with sheer cliff sides against the ocean, as they basically dropped away, almost cleaved off like a cookie or like a cookie cutter into dough as the earthquakes of the everstorm cut the island apart dropping away the land into splintering rocks and uh, shoals that puncture up in the shallows around the three are the three wizards and now uh and, but the, uh, the the ruination didn't just happen on the exterior of the islands no, the whole interior of the uh, three wizards of the, of the Ilas Los Arcanistas is punctured with these great sinkholes that sink down all the way to the ocean floor. Well, I have reason to believe that one of those sinkholes shaped itself around that ancient one fortress and sunk it deep down into the center of the island. So at the heart of the island, where it stands maybe 200 feet, 300 feet above sea level, well, all the way down at sea level at the heart of the island, there is a citadel starved away from the sun. A sunless citadel, you might say. None could ever find this, nor the panacea within it. The dreaded archmage Xanapos, he tried to find it. That's why he built his tower out on the uh, on one of the three wizards. He tried to find it. But even he, that dreaded archmage conquistador Xanapos, could never find that panacea. It was lost to the ages. None could find it. I've seen reports about it for a hundred years of Mon Magi and... Uh, and uh, Agdalan men looking for this panacea, but never finding it. This uh, fountain of youth, as it might be. But 12 years ago, something happened. A goblin, a pair of goblins, on a raft, came drifting into Providence Bay. A pair of goblins who had come from the third of the wizards had drifted in here, bearing... A shining golden fruit. It looked kind of like a pomegranate, I guess is how I would describe it. But they brought this shining fruit, and I mean shining. It shone with a faint light, even in the dark. They brought it, and uh, before the guards could scare them off, were lucky that I was on shift that night, or that I was out there that night tending to my boats. I saw this, and I knew what it was almost immediately. The goblins wanted to sell the fruit, and they did not have a low-ball offer. They wanted the strangest of things, not just weapons, as you might expect, not just food, but arcane reagents, items, and... They asked for a bed, a four-posted bed, of all things. I was eager to pay. I paid them the price, I uh, loaded them up, and I even uh, sent them along with a small dinghy loaded with the gear they wanted and sent the goblins back. And wouldn't you know it, the next Midsummer Festival, they came drifting back with yet another fruit. Of course, I bought that one up right away, too. It wasn't until around year five that people really started to realize there was goblins coming annually once a year, selling a fruit that uh, 
I myself was keenly interested in buying. And of course, when other people noticed, they started buying this fruit, buying it quite, or like, sorry, trying to buy this fruit. And that brought a bit of a bidding war. The goblins aren't the smartest at business, so it's just a case of whoever shows them the shiniest thing first gets the bid. Uh, I've managed to acquire it every year for the last 12 years, this panacea. That is, except for last year. Or, sorry, that is, except for this year. <clears throat> the Midsummer Festival's to be two weeks from now. And I have heard it said that Anders Salmer, that little brat, intends to buy the panacea. He intends to buy the fruit, stealing away my thing. It's my thing to buy the fruit. And he intends to steal that away from me, to offer the goblins whatever treasure they want in exchange for it. And get this, I myself have been taking it each year and planting it in my garden so that we can grow it here, so that we can have the panacea here in Port Providence. And what does Anders Salmer want to do? He wants to gift it to that old priest of Melora who's blind so that he might see again. What a move to just win the people's opinion, isn't it? I mean, come on. There is no way that's the efficient use of it. If we can grow it here in Port Providence, we'll have a panacea growing in Port Providence. Not something we wait for goblins to bring us once a year. But no, he wants to take this fruit and give it to an old blind priest so that he can see again. That is clearly a publicity move just to get the people to want him. I mean, can you believe that? Have you... No one cares about him. Have you had any luck planting? I mean, for the last... No! And here's the deal. I have planted 11 of these. Oh, sorry, 12 of these. This would be my 13th. And each time I plant it, about two weeks in, the tree withers, and then somebody steals it! Somebody breaks into my gardens and steals my tree when it's uh, after it's just begun to sprout. Can you believe that? Twelve years in a row, somebody has stolen my tree. And now Anders Salmer is about to buy it? I have half a mind to believe he's the one stealing it. They're not what do wizards. You think of that? They're, they're turtles. The islands. I, so what? I've heard of this story. My family always told this story. But they're not the islands of, of wizards. They're the islands of turtles. Melora would come down because the people were hungry and she gifted us with pearls and with stars that came down as fruit that we tended before the Everstorm. I know the place you're talking about. So you believe well, so the panacea is real, isn't it? You, you, well, you we recognize we, it. Like, we, we knew it had powers. It kept us healthy. It doesn't belong here. Well, see, there you have it. The it panacea exists. Here. You don't have what it's needed to grow here. He ponders for a long moment. He says, you know, that's what I've been beginning to suspect. And frankly, I don't like the idea of having to trade with goblins anyway. The turtles went underwater also, by the way. So what I'm like, I... still pretty drunk. <laughs> I'm like, so when the Everstorm hit, the turtles were charged with keeping keeping our food safe so they went underwater to hide and they should stay down there until they're asked to come back up 
I hear you, but it's ravaging goblins who have hold of the this problem fruit. Isn't now, whoever not the is ancient ones stealing from your garden. the The problem is the goblins that we need to make sure they're not bringing the fruit over here. We need to keep the sanctuary safe. That's right, because the goblins shouldn't be the one bringing no the one fruit should over. Be bringing... You're exactly right. It should be good people of Port Providence who no are tending and harvesting the garden. The Otherwise, garden. we're putting the garden at risk, and it will make Melora mad. He looks at you puzzled and says, I guess my assumption was, as privateers and treasure seekers, your hope was to go out into these islands and to take the treasures that have been unclaimed. Is your goal to keep the treasure Those in the ground, untouched? Those are the, the ruins of the peoples that belong they're, here. They're, but they're, they're claimed by goblins. They're not using them. Why don't we sell them? Yeah, I agree to disagree there, Celeste. I mean, I... Uh, I'm looting and shooting, baby. <laughs> I put my pistol on the table. <laughs> so you would have us, what, go and seek the source of these pomegranates? What I'd have you do, and here's my proposition, a uh, sort of test. Now, I understand you're interested in having a ship to call your own and uh, an investor on that ship. I get it. I hear it. But I need some proof that you're capable of delving into islands to uh, extract the wealth and fortunes buried there. Now, I don't think goblins are doing much good uh, with this panacea. I understand it might be cultural to some, but it's definitely not a goblin cultural history. It's just as good in their hands as it is in ours, but it's better in ours, actually, because we can use it to truly help Port Providence to really, I mean, think of the fortunes that can be had if we're selling a panacea and the blind priests we can yeah. cure. Mm -hmm. uh, like buying it 11 years in a row and letting it rot in the ground. Yeah, you're doing great work here. I just haven't figured out the soil that's right. My thoughts, my thoughts are to have a team travel out to the third sister, find this sunless citadel, delve into it, and find that tree, take from it the fruit before, or, or I guess I don't even know it's a tree, find the tree or the, I don't know, troll that the wart's growing on the back of. It's a weird lumpy fruit I've never seen before. So find, and one year, it was pale white, and when my servant touched it, he died. So, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, sure it's not it's always all the same. The same? Uh, so what? It looked the same. The Why are you listening to the, the goblins? <laughs> regardless, <laughs> regardless, my goal is to have a team delve into this sunless citadel to, or I guess, sail the treacherous waters towards the third sister, breach the shoals there and survive the goblins who will surely try to kill you, find your way to the sunless citadel and delve inside it and there find the uh, source of this panacea, whether a tree, a bush, a uh, pit in the ground or a troll covered in warts, find it and harvest the fruit for me before Anders Salmer can try to buy it from some goblins. That way I get it. 
and study the uh the conditions of how it's grown. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe it needs sunlight. Maybe it doesn't need sunlight. Maybe the ground needs to be made of mushroom powder. Who knows? I don't want to steal the tree away from there. I, I don't want to be the one who kills the golden goose. Uh, what if uh, what if it can't be grown elsewhere? But someone needs to get to find where it's grown and see if we can't mimic those conditions here. I mean, think of the good and the fortune we could have if we are growing panacea at home. Better than letting goblins tend it and sell it for... God, what did they ask last time? A uh, wand of... Uh, of trap seeing. Uh, the reason that I am so keen to take you, to be honest, I sent a team last week. This is not a week long journey. Uh, it takes perhaps a day, maybe less to reach the third sister. And no one survives a week on the, th- or sorry, third, third, third sister, the third uh, wizard. And no one survives a week on the wizards. Turtles. The turtles as you call them. You, you go out here to these uh, sorcerer turtles. You find, uh, you find the, uh, the Sunless Citadel. You delve its depths. You uh, f- bring me back one of the panacea and, its, uh, and your detailed notes on its growing conditions. And, uh, well, then we're in business together. I'll even supply you with a ship. Not not a sailing ship proper to get there. Uh, you, you'll never be able to get something with a deep draft actually into the aisles. The land basically leveled it out to no more than four or five feet deep for about a quarter mile leading up to the uh, island. But I'll supply you with a dinghy with a mast uh, that you can use to take yourselves over there. You won't need a crew to pilot it. What do you say? You interested? How long would we have to complete this task? Well, the goblins mean to bring it back. Uh, you should be bringing the uh, fruit to us within the next two weeks. I need you to get it before the goblins pluck it and try to sell it to Anders Solmar. And say we did get it. What would uh, what would our reward be? You get that? I'll be a full investor in your ship. Uh, obviously taking equal shares to... Uh, what I invest, uh, how much do you have to put forward towards it? And note that getting a ship isn't so simple as walking down to the dock and handing a man money. Ships aren't just sitting around free to buy. Sometimes you have to apply a little pressure to get a man to relinquish a ship. I've got a couple in my merchant fleet that are ready to retire that I could put a little pressure on to get them to let it go for, say, 9k. Uh, with a with a good, uh, was that, nine, 900 platinum, we could uh, clear one of those uh, ships get it all painted up, worked up new for you. Make it your expeditionary vessel. Now, how much did you say you have to put down on the vessel? Well, how much does Anders Salmar, how much is he going to pay for the fruit? Now, uh, historically, I've been paying six, seven hundred gold pieces for the fruit. I was hoping he was going to say ten thousand, <laughs> so we could just... <laughs> oh, I, I, just checking. Cool. We have a twenty five hundred to put down. Twenty five hundred. Well, so that then I'd put seven, ah, sixty five hundred to it. So we'd go. 
65 or 66 36 so i don't two-thirds share of the expedition you don't one-thirds share but you're doing all the work so we'd work it out to 50 percent of uh of yield is your own 50 percent is mine what deal well, uh, yes if is if this happens we yes. can uh we can maybe consider that now, I, I want to stress, I, I'm not trying to get you to smash up Ancient One ruins, right? I uh, I want you to go in there and get what's probably a sacred site out of goblin hands. Get it into our hands. I mean, we're Am better than goblins, to, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm too yeah, still absolutely. like too tipsy for this. Am I able to like have any sort of insight if he's like lying to us or not or like planning on tricking us and getting us to ruin ancient ones land later make an insight check yeah you you yeah make an insight check he I'm has use advantage my on a deception if he's making it's for one. my family 17 right. keep forgetting i can use that uh best you can tell is profit is his goal you don't see anything like he's trying to get ancient one ruins messed with um but he's also not particularly concerned about ancient one ruins profit and wealth is his goal uh he didn't become a rich merchant by respecting things um and that said you don't see that he so he's not trying to break things but you do hear his point uh to whatever degree you care about that it's not like it's untouched or in the hands of the people who made it uh it's in the hands of goblins that are known for pillaging and despoiling all ancient one ruins and doing graffiti on their walls and breaking their relics for recreation will you help us give us the tools we need if we need to get rid of the goblins to help restore the area uh he kind of uh looks a bit puzzled and says there's Far too many goblins to wage any sort of, like, purge on that island. <laughs> God, that always starts to feel a little dark to want to purge goblins from the wizards. But, you know, even I'm not that What if uh, they're poisoning goblin. the tree, though? Uh, but <laughs> if we're talking... Well, I don't want the tree ruined. They're bringing so they're the ruining poison. The golden goose. And it killed your crew last year. They might be bringing you something wrong. It was that was that was six years ago. That was six years ago. They uh, they brought it good for seven or for six year five years, a bad that's, one. And then that's are you a sure that was since. the tree? I guess well, no. not. But hey, even even that poison fruit's better than anything I've been able to grow. My tree always withers after it starts to sprout, and no then of course somebody's stealing, stealing it. Not a thing. And I actually... Here's the real frustration about that Anders Salmer whelp trying to buy the fruit out from under me. I've been laying a trap this year for whoever's stealing it. I have a big plan in place, which I'm not going to spoil the details on, to make sure I catch him in the act. And suddenly, when I lay that plan, Anders Salmer wants to suddenly start buying it? Kind of points the finger that he's been stealing it. I say check his tobacco fields. I bet you you'll find something other than tobacco growing there. You'll find my trees. We we shall uh, take a look. But uh, this is an uh, intriguing offer you have given us, huh? Glad I could help, but uh, question. Who are the other investors you've been talking to? 
Oh, that is. They would like to remain anonymous. Come on. We've shared enough details with you. We have uh, uh, received yes. another offer for some work in exchange for uh, the full price of a ship at a better rate, uh, which is sounding rather appealing. Uh, he looks a bit worried at that and says, You mean you're not interested in taking my job? Listen, I need somebody to take this job. If you don't take it, I need to find somebody else to do it, and quick. Well, um, I'd... Sorry to say, you'll probably have a hard time finding a team quite as proficient as us. Maybe a two-thirds split. Don't worry, GP. I ain't going anywhere. I'll help you. you, So, uh, Zelnern, you being the only one with your head really put together, try to pitch two-thirds, and uh, Primewater's eyes go wide. Uh, Gellin Primewater uh, re-insists on this, saying... uh, it's very important to me that I have people doing this. If you're not interested in it, I need to know, or else I need, because I need to find other people to follow this opportunity. We are interested for the right price. Yes, and you're saying two thirds, and that's uh, that's pretty steep. I mean, I would be investing sixty-five hundred gold pieces of my own coin into your expeditions here on out. And you'd only be putting 2,500 gold pieces into it. So I think a... uh, But you'd be doing the work. But I think considering it's entirely my capital going into it and my work to get the ship, a 50-50 split feels fair, doesn't it? Maybe with another group that you wouldn't necessarily depend on, but we guarantee results. Here's what I can offer as an additional incentive, perhaps. The previous group that I sent in, uh, now they were consisting of uh, some locals as well as a foreigner. Uh, The locals uh, were a fighter, a, uh, uh, sorry, a fighter and a wizard, both locals, by the name of Talgin Hukriel and Sharwin Hukriel, brother and sister, uh, whose I happen to know the uh their mother is looking for any or uh, for their golden signet rings the uh sort of family heirloom and she's willing to pay 125 gold pieces per signet ring uh you bring those back i can ensure you get the coin from uh from uh miss hickrule uh and again that's if you find talgin or sharwin's bodies a fighter and a wizard and then there was a third. Now, this man, oh, he was intolerable to be with, but quite worth the coin because he asked for nothing. You see, he was a uh, he was a paladin, Ugh, a knight from Agdaland who served the crown and was all on how honor and virtue and his paladin oaths couldn't allow him to do any sort of coin acceptance for this virtuous task. Oh, my God. Gosh, that's unworkable. We can all agree that kind of lawful naivete is unworkable, right? Absolutely. Of course. Well, this this man, this uh, Sir Bradford, as his name was, sorry, Sir Bradford, he had a magic sword. He called it Shatterspike. He was very proud of Shatterspike and its storied legacy. Now, what I can offer is that Shatterspike 
as part of his belongings, should be shipped back to the crown to be entombed with in his cemetery or in his grave. I'm willing to look the other way if you happen to find Shatterspike and wish to keep it for yourselves. That is... Adding a magic sword to the deal. That is an intriguing offer. I feel like we would have added that to the deal anyways. Yeah, we do have to seek it out ourselves. It's certainly somewhere in that sunless citadel. Uh, he sees your hesitancy and he then follows up with, Think it over, how about? How about think it over? And if you're interested... Meet me at the wharves tomorrow, 9 a.m. Uh, I'll have a ship ready to go for you. A, uh, a small one, single-masted, just to get you over there. Uh, now, it's not going to be the best ship I have. I'm not certain you'll actually make it back. Uh, so I can't risk giving another small boat to the goblins. You understand. But I'll have it for you, ready to go. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., third pier. If you're interested, meet me there. Okay. All See right. you there. Well, we oh. will talk it over. Uh, you exit uh, Prime Waters Estate. It seems he wasn't willing to entertain uh, two-thirds, but is willing to not try and press any requirement to send back any of the loot you find but is going to help you make sure you get that 125 gold pieces per signet ring if you find that. Um, so that adds 250 to the deal and also a magic sword should you find it. Where, yes, you could keep it otherwise, but you'd also have people being like, isn't that Shatter Spike, that paladin sword? And you'd be like, yeah, it's mine though. And you'd be <laughs> like, why? Uh, but now he'd uh, be like, no, that's not that. It's different. You'd have an influential figure basically helping to... Uh, uh, oh my god, defense. Basically, defense your goods is effectively what that <laughs> illegitimate figure is doing. Um, it also highlights to you as you exit a little bit of a willingness to skirt the strict trade laws of uh, the Shattered Isles that uh, that uh, Gellin Primewater has. Especially to you, Phil. Uh, you kind of got your like, oh, maybe he's open to a little bit of smuggling work. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, there might be some under-the-table stuff that uh, Prime Water is open to. You guys you guys but see it, that? He just lifted his skirt for us. We're in, baby. I'm third pier tomorrow morning. <laughs> but so, you, yeah, you're, uh, you return back to uh, the Prime Water uh, Playhouse and uh, your hostile bunks there. Uh, Amory looking incredibly tired. He curls up in bed as the five of you discuss... What's your next move? Two paths to get a funder. Two paths to a ship. Do you become treasure hunters who delve into Ancient One ruins to uh, steal away the treasures buried there? Or do you become pirate hunters who seek out those free plunderers of the sea uh, to steal their own ships and their treasures? Which direction do you prefer to go? Do you go with the tr- uh, the traditionalist uh, Prime Water or the undecided Salmar? Whom is your preference? Team Prime Water. Yeah, I think uh, Salmar doesn't necessarily have the same interests that we do. I'm not. I'm not. No, you all. I'm not looking to make a career here as a guardian against pirates. I'm here to seek out ancient treasures and secrets and make a name for myself. 
Note you also had uh, Rubert's secret option three, which is go on the pirate hunting route and then steal the pirate ship as your own and call it that. And then have the whole island against us. Or maybe just we the would, richest we would man. It. <laughs> the richest <laughs> man on the island. You were just so, talking about how you didn't want to be like kicked out of this island and not welcomed. So this would be different than that because it's not like you have a contract with uh with Wave Chaser and Solmar to hunt that ship and bring it back for him or anything. He gave you a lead and said if you prove yourself there, then he's willing to work with you. Um, and that's a that's a rogue ship that's already been branded as evil. So if you were to take it, you wouldn't be like crucified as like villains of the city. In fact, you might be heralded as pirate hunters if you took that ship. Which I don't mind that reputation, although I imagine a few of you might take issue with. Uh... I mean, we would do further rebranding down the line. Yeah. It's hard to rebrand a pirate hunter. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to take that ship. I don't care if they call us a pirate hunter, but like the idea of hunting pirates destabilizes the ability to like be pirates and smugglers. So I would not see any there's no reason to do that in the long run whatsoever. If people are afraid to go into this this cave. But I really want to go into this cave. That's why I'm saying like if that's why I'm saying we go after the what's it called? Sea Ghost? And we just take the sea ghost for ourselves. We don't agree to go back to Salmer. We just follow the lead he gave us because that's the only lead we have on the sea ghost. Take it for ourselves and then turn it into our own ship that we can repurpose and rebrand as our own venture. I agree. Doesn't the mystery of hidden treasure that uh, Prime Water? Is telling us about appeal to any of you the secrets oh, no, we absolutely find. Is. Then we take the sea ghost and then we go for the island and take it for ourselves, uh-huh. making enemies of all of the influential. The thing figures. is, can we can we find the sea ghost in two weeks? I think you know? so. Oh, and what, the... what other adventuring parties have we seen around here that would take this venture? The one thing that turned me off, and I think he would. I would say that to you guys is he says he's willing to give us a dinghy that's good enough to get there, but like, how the fuck are we supposed to get back? Mm-hmm. He like, like he doesn't expect us to come back if that's seriously how he's treating us. I mean, nobody's gonna like treat us better, but um, yeah. So he just wants us to bring back a fruit and figure yeah. out how to plant it to take care of it, which might not be possible. Is it so? I don't know. I think I'm working with too much out of character knowledge right now. Well, so uh, what are your so what is everyone's vote? You have two paths to, or sorry, three paths to follow here. Uh, one is an ancient one ruined out on an island nearby. You'll be given a crappy boat to get there and ideally back, um, but not a good quality one. Uh, and then, uh, or you can go uh, off this land route to try and investigate a uh, hideout of criminals that may lead to the uh, sea ghost. Uh, which adventure appeals more to your characters? Poor quality ship at sea or a land-based hunt for, or land-based investigation of an old colonial house? Seagulls. The first one for me, but I'll do the second one. I think Jules would rather have us start doing the work we want to do and let the riches in the ships come as we succeed rather than doing work we don't want to do to, uh, 
hope to jump ahead to a nicer ship, especially since there's treasure and hidden secrets involved. Wait, so which option is so that? So that's yeah. prime water. Yeah. Oh, oh. Celeste's main thing is to like unearth secrets about the ancient ones. So she would want to take the route of unearthing the secrets of the ancient ones in the Citadel. I mean, yeah, I'm down with that too. The idea of it too, like, man, I don't even know. Like, I do agree where it's like, I don't want Prime Honor to be our benefactor. Well, I'm getting too out of character too. It's also I like... I think Phil cares, but me as a player, I don't want him our benefactor. You know, they're not That's just kind of like... Yeah. Yeah, I think if we had to choose benefactors, I'd pick Prime Water just because it's like right now we're actually dealing with Prime Water versus we're dealing with Salmar's assistant that may or may not know, may not have told Salmar. Mm -hmm. So it's like not even a guarantee we would like actually be Salmar's benefactor. Yeah, Salmar is kind of not as much of maybe the kind of contact that would be useful to us as prime water is with yeah. like other hookups. Maybe we can, yeah, like, maybe we can get started with prime water and we can kind of buy our way out of that contract and make our way out. I don't know, man. What, what if we, you know, we go in there, we get the panacea, we come back, we sell it to the other dude, you know, and then we just go <laughs> steal the sea ghosts. You know, we just play every angle, every direction. We could. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was there a, um, a uh, time limit on the Seaghost one? Can we can we go one and then two? They've been doing it for weeks, haven't they? Yeah, it's every time a uh, shipment gets sent from the mainland. Okay, so yeah, we could do the time-sensitive one and then come back to it. Wait, we're a ship getting sent from the mainland. You're getting sent from an island. Providence is an oh, island. Oh. Uh, a very large island that's made up like half of bayous and half of landmass and jungle but uh it is an island that sets uh the only thing that separates it from the mainland though is the uh fortunes channel and that's where the uh sea ghost is striking uh ships that sail from the agdalin empire mainland uh to sail ships across to providence uh the sea ghost is striking those ships of armaments all i'm saying is you know if the the panacea isn't there at the festival you know, they usually buy it for what, 600, 700 gold, you know, maybe someone would be willing to buy it for like triple the price. So it sounds like the uh, crew is leaning towards seeking, uh, uh, siding with Prime Water for now, but using the uh, this maybe as an opportunity to uh, continue your strategy of play all sides. That way, you always end up on top, <laughs> as you did in the uh, in the mutiny of the Sturge. And uh, but beginning by pursuing the route of this sunless citadel on the three wizards, uh, is that correct? I think so. Also, Rubert, you get a captain a ship. It's a small ship, but yes. Well, <laughs> uh, going to sleep that night and getting the benefits of a long rest, Celeste. Uh, you uh, <laughs> you think on uh, what this ship is going to be like, uh, and. As you uh, wait in the morning, 
uh, wondering, you head down to the third to Pier Three, and you find Gellin Primewater. It takes a minute because you're looking at all the true ships around, and then it's when you see the ten foot long by five foot wide rowboat with a uh, thin mast in the center and a single uh, sail on it that's really just meant for turning, and a couple <laughs> oars that sits in the water bobbing there, and it's got a clear patch job on it, uh, and Gellin Primewater standing in front of it. Uh, he, that's when you find him and your heart kind of sinks about the quality of boat he's willing to back before you've, uh, officially gone into business together. Uh, you approach and, uh, Prime Water, smiling, gestures to it and says, so, here she is. And, uh, you notice the ship's name, a name he's not really willing to say, but, uh, the ship's name is the Naughty Dreams, spelled N-A-U-T-I <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> I, uh, Captain. It's like a double pun, not N-A-U-T and K-N-O-T. Uh, he says, well, I bought this, the, uh, Naughty Dreams, <clears throat> off of a, uh, of a sailor who, uh, Oh, sorry, after off of a man, a landlubber who was looking to have a bit of a midlife crisis, bought this rowboat hoping to cruise it around the harbor, decided that it realized that the maintenance was more expensive than uh, really ever getting to enjoy the boat, and I picked it up off of him. Unfortunately, it had set derelict for a while, and he points to one of the hulls, but my shipwrights have seen to it that it's fixed right up. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it floats and you see the the hull is in quality and uh the oars and the uh, sail work just fine if you say so is it seaworthy uh, a skilled crew you can get yourselves there no doubt it is seaworthy though i'd stick to the shallows if i can uh, make your way straight across to the uh, landing near the Tower of Xenopos, and then hug the uh, the shallows of the uh, three wizards until you reach the third wizard. That does create a bit of a problem due to uh, goblins who will surely fire on you from the shore. Can you... I uh, pull out my spyglass <laughs> so GP knows that I'm serious? Uh, yeah, you produce a spyglass. Like, look at it, look through it. He looks at it and says... That'll be quite handy. You'll be able to notice the goblins before they uh, surprise you. <laughs> oh, this thing? Yeah, it's nothing. It's so starting to feel like less of an opportunity and more of a, a very, very discreetly managed assassination on us. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes his head and emphatically says, No, uh, imagine it as an interview. You tackle this... Well, we'll be set up for life. We'll be in business together, and uh, you'll have the funding you need and the contracts. Listen, I, I hear from people what's going on out there in the world. I can help you if you just prove yourselves here. Considering well the state of this vessel, I, I think a two-thirds split is more than generous. You think you're going to get anyone to go in this ship and raid the Goblin <laughs> Island? And if you do, uh, they won't come a, back. <laughs> make a persuasion check. And with advantage, Jules is helping you. 18 minus 1 and 4 minus 1. 17. Prime Water uh, holds from and says, I'm open to the idea of a two-thirds partnership where you take two-thirds and I take one-third. 
we can hammer out the details when you return. And who knows, maybe I'll even throw in the naughty dreams as your personal uh, ship's dinghy. Frankly, we'd uh, rather have you take it off of our hands. <laughs> no, no, no. I love this ship. Yeah. I love the name. Two, two thirds and you will fully fund the ship. He looks same and he laughs at that, just openly laughs, and it says, absolutely not. Well, I'd rather not have the panacea than lose that kind of money. Well, Gillen, you will have to beat Anders' offer, after all. What? Uh, did you say that as we were sailing off in the ship? <laughs> right? This is, uh, we're already you even... sailing off in the ship? Would you have waited until you were sailing off or still on dock? Because it sounded like people were arguing against even wanting to go in the ship. Or did ship. you so mumble I'm... it? No one I'm actually heard it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so you look in, uh, Phil is down there already unnodding the ship as you make that comment, Jules. Uh, Prime Water looks at you. You're in, you're in discussions with Anders Solmar? Frankly, we don't want to do business with him. He doesn't seem to have quite the uh, spirit that you do. Um, but we have to but take care of ourselves. our skills. I'll invest no more than 6,500 gold pieces and the time it takes to find you a ship. You'll have yourselves the naughty dreams. It's yours here and now for just sailing over there. And that's the utmost I'm willing to offer. And you can tell he's angry now that you've worked with Anders Salmar. That whelp. Well, we'll talk to you when we get back. <laughs> but you do notice, you do notice, he did just say, the Naughty Dreams is yours now. So it worked by bringing in that in. He did give you the Naughty Dreams. And considering that's a 500 gold piece rowboat, you just got 500 gold pieces for uh, cross-trading with uh, Anders Salmar. Uh-huh. You made... Prime Water angry, but you just got the naughty dreams as your own personal. Seems ship. like a hot-headed guy. I'm sure he'll cool off. So we got a ship out of this, y'all. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what we wanted. Awesome. Are you willing to sail to the three wizards with, uh, or sorry, the, the tres arcanistas with, uh, with the naughty dreams as your rowboat? Do we need I... any prep? Does anyone need anything before we go? Do we need like food or something? Yeah, you you've got like your adventure sacks that you've packed with gear. Uh, I'll we can handle the charging of gold pieces off off screen for that. Um, but it's you know just simple adventurers kit to restock your gear. Um, but barring any farewells, are you bringing a young uh, young Amory with you? The ship you look no. as he can't fit on the rowboat. It's only <laughs> got a crew capacity of four. But I'm gonna stretch that to five. What does what does Amory? No, we're not bringing to him. Do. I want to bring the boy. Why not? He's got to get some hair on his chest. If you bring Amory, odds are he's taking an arrow through the heart. Just so we're... Oh. Amory, yeah. going into gobble. He has three HP. You're a tough kid, Amory. I don't want to watch a kid die. I'd rather probably, just leave him here. You probably also yeah. want someone to watch your 3,000 gold piece yeah. treasure chest that you have no, told to... I have that to... in, have oh, it in my uh, bag of holding. Yeah, and I'm okay, going to yeah. keep that rolling right now. Yeah, I think I actually want the kid to live because I want to trade him later. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys that. Um, yeah. I I think he should stay. I'll, I like look at Amory before we leave, and I'm like, I want you to see how many secrets you can pick up on in this town. Ooh, 
Uh, Amory curses that he has to stay on land, but is excited about the yeah. job of being the spy. But he says, you have to take me next time. Promise! I promise. I hand him my gem that I pocketed earlier. Yes. And I say, hold on to this for me. You just gave All that right. kid like 60 GP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he likes murdered. treasure because he's a kid and he knows how to hold on to it because he's a pirate kid. So right. we make a deal so you can get Robert. as many secrets as possible. Robert also like realizes like, oh, this is why my father left me on the ship or on shore every time Aww. I went on an adventure. <laughs> All right, uh, you shove off Zelnern at the ro- oars, shoving you against. You start to work the ropes as you get towards there. And as you start heaving your way off towards uh, the Tower of Xenopos as your first destination, you sit there, a crew on the sea, as, uh, <laughs> you, sit, as you sit there, crewing the naughty dreams across the uh, across the waves crossing to your first island adventure with no pirate captain telling you what to do no division of treasure in fact any division of current treasure is at your disposal who gets how many shares is your own pirate's code to build officers and roles is up for debate as you row across the waters across this channel towards the tres arcanistas and the tower of xenopos Robert Grayson, who plays your favorite bard, Ryan, on Chaotic Normal. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Rate and review on iTunes. Check out chaoticnormal.com for all our social medias. And that's pretty much it. Sorry for the late episode last week. Kind of a hectic schedule, but should be back on track. But yeah, it'll be Wednesday or Thursdays, depending on how busy my week is and if I have time to edit. But um, no announcements. Uh, just you know, keep a lookout. Email normal at podcast at gmail dot com or normal pod, whatever the hell it is. You know where it is. Check it. Check it out. All right, I'll talk to you all next week. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.